Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. The Giving of Arms. Givest arms. Do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and streets. Amen, I say unto you, they have received their reward. I'm Gil MacDonald. My hometown's about 75 miles from the border town of Linda City, which isn't much to look at. Dusty streets and adobe houses, and a church that dates back to Father Eusebio Quino's time. About the middle of last October, I drove down there to talk to someone about hiring some labor for me. I parked my car in a little broken-down square and found myself looking into a very familiar face. Belonged to Father Michael from Apache Creek. Father Michael, well, what do you know? Oh, Gil. What are you doing down here, Father? Well, the priest here is sick. I'm taking his place for a while. Oh. You have uh, friends here, Gil? Oh, I'm here to hire some labor. Oh, that's just fine. Yeah, these people can use some work, huh? Yes, there isn't much work around here for them. They're pitifully poor, and so is this church. Yeah, I can see that. It's a shame that in a country like this, with so much abundance, there are people who still have to live like this. Well, you know what they say, Father, the poor are always with us. Mm. And so are the rich, my son. And so are the people of moderate means. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Except perhaps in a town like this. Here there is no one to help. And so much help is needed.
You think he wanted you to make a donation? Well, sure he did. You know those priests always got their hands out. Oh, Kill, that's not a nice thing to say. Well, maybe not, but it's true. Honey, even if they do ask for help, it's not for themselves. It's for the poor. Okay, okay. Gil? What? I wish you'd given Father Michael a little something for the church down there. Why didn't you? That's not like you. You always give. Oh, look, I don't live in Linda City, honey. I live here, and this is where I do my giving, okay? Gil. Ah, oh, come on, honey. Let's change the subject, huh? All right. I guess my wife Clara knows me as well as I know myself. She knew why I hadn't given something to Father Michael. She knew it just as well as I knew it. Even if she hadn't said it in so many words. It was sort of quiet that evening, and finally I figured I had to do something about it. Uh, honey, I, um, tell you what. Yes, dear? Uh, about Father Michael, I mean. I'll, um... Well, I'll start the ball rolling for him. I'll talk to Ed Crawford. The newspaper man? Well, he's the editor of the Star. Why talk to a newspaper? Well, get the ball rolling, honey. We'll raise a fund for the church down in Linda City. I'll start it off with uh, oh, something substantial, and other people can sort of follow my example. Now, how's that? Well, I'm sure it'll bring some good results. Well, yeah. sure it will. It's a great idea. It'll be done through proper channels. Now, what do you think? Well, I I've told you what I think. I think it'll have good results. Yeah, the way you say it. Gil, the idea's good. A lot of people will benefit from it. The church down there will benefit. What more can I say? And how else can I say it? about one thing at least. A lot of good was done. Once the appeal was made, the money poured in. Small amounts, large amounts. It was all sent down to Linda City to Father Michael. And then Father Michael came up from Linda City for a couple of days and I made it my business to drop in on him. Gil, it was wonderful. Just wonderful. I can't begin to tell you what all that money means down there. It's buying seed for the land. It's repairing tools and farm implements, buying food, buying clothes. Gil, it's buying medicines. And above all, it's giving those people the idea that others care about them. Oh, that's just great, Father. Just great. Yes, it is. Well, I'm glad I went down there that day. It sure gave me a great idea. Well, you can be sure the poor people down there are very grateful to the people of this town, my son. Well, they should be. They should be, and they are. And somehow I think that every single person who gave those smaller amounts felt that he or she was giving to the uh, Lord. Father, you know, uh, you know what just occurred to me? Uh, suppose we made a thing out of this, like some sort of uh, ceremony down there. A ceremony? Yeah, to sort of make the whole thing official. Apache Creek lends a hand to the people of Linda City. Have the newspaper boys down there, cameras maybe, huh? Well, I see no reason why that couldn't be done, Gil. Well, then, let's set it up, Father. Let's get Ed Crawford to have the newspaper sponsor it. 
Well, suppose I leave it all to you, then. Well, huh? sure, Father, sure. That was fine. A ceremony would be sure to see yours truly on the speaker's platform. I'd have to be identified as the one who had started the raising of the fund for Linda City... Anyway, I spoke to Ed Crawford, and he went for the idea. Meantime, my wife had her views on the matter. Gil? Yeah, honey? Don't you think you've gone too far? What are you talking about? Well, this ceremony business down in Linda City. What's wrong with it? Maybe nothing. Maybe everything. I... I just don't like it. It's cheap. Cheap? Well, that's the way it strikes me. Well, it didn't strike Father Michael that way. Didn't it? Well, no, he agreed with it. If you don't believe me, ask him. Well, I can't very well do that, Gil. Go ahead. I wish you would. Never mind. I guess I shouldn't have said anything. Maybe I'm wrong. But she spoke to Father Michael anyway. Oh, she didn't go out of her way to speak to him. She met him one day, and they stopped to chat. I guess one thing led to another, and Clara had to satisfy herself about how Father Michael felt. Father, I can't help wondering about this fuss. Fuss? With the ceremony they're going to have in Linda City, to let everyone know what this town did. Well, it was Gil's idea, wasn't it? Yes. And you're opposed to it? Oh, well, I don't know. It's just that something bothers me, that's all. The fund was raised for Linda City. The money's being spent. I don't see any need for ceremonies. A lot of good has been done. Yes, I know. And so perhaps that justifies the ceremony. Do you think it does, Father? I supported the idea, I seem to recall. But that doesn't answer my question. Well, suppose I put it this way now. Our Lord gives each one of us a choice in most things that we do. Yes. And among the many things he wants us to do is give alms. He often spoke of that. Yes, I know. Most people give alms to the church and to the poor without any thought of reward. They do it out of sheer compassion and for the pleasure of doing something for others less fortunate. But there are some who like to sound a trumpet. As our Lord put it, Therefore, when thou givest alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and streets. Amen, I say unto you, they have received their reward. You remember? Yes, Father. That's what I mean. This proposed ceremony is like blowing a trumpet to let all the people in the state know what the people of this town did for the people of Linda City. Yes, I suppose it is. I guess we're really talking about Gil, aren't we, Father? Well, now, Gil is not alone. I know. But he's a symbol. In a way. He wants attention. He wants everyone to know what he's done. 
But why? Well, many people are like that. They were even in our Lord's time. But God knows what we give, and he knows the motive that prompts us to give. The motive? Our motives are known to God, and our motives reflect our attitude towards him. Our motives? Father, what was Gil's motive for starting that fund for Linda City? Was it because he was sorry for the people there? Was it because he was thinking of God? It wasn't, was it? She didn't let it rest there. Not Clara. Not my wife, Clara. No, sir. I got some more of the same later on that day, just when I was feeling real good about the way the arrangements for the ceremony were coming along. I've met Father Michael today. Yeah, I understand he's going back to Linda City tomorrow. Guess he wants to be on hand for the ceremony, huh? Is that all you can think of, Gil? It's going to be a big thing, honey. Newspapers, photographers. Yeah, the works. Speaker's platform, too. And I guess I'll be the guest of honor. Yes, how about that? What do you mean? Oh, Gil. Tell me something, huh? Well, sure. Will you be honest about it? About what? About why you started that fund for Linda City. It was needed. Oh, I know it was, but was that the reason? Now, honey, what better reason could there be? There couldn't be a better one. Well, then? But was it your reason, Gil? It was a chance for you to get into the limelight. Isn't that true? You know, Clara, sometimes you can make me awful mad, you know that? I do something big for somebody, and all you can do is tear me apart for it. You can certainly take the joy out of things. The ceremony in Linda City was staged. It was a hot day. The dust blew in from the open desert outside the town. But the small square was crowded. The marshal was there. Regular priest was there, back on the job now. Father Michael was present. My wife sat beside me on a bench, just in front of the speaker's platform. And I waited for Father Michael to introduce me. I feel awful sitting here, Gil. I feel embarrassed. Embarrassed? For you, for myself, for everyone here. And mostly for the people of this town. For them? Look at them. Look at their faces. They're grateful for what's been done for them. Of course they are. I suppose they feel it's right that they should have to crowd together in this square just to pay homage to their benefactor. Oh, come on now, honey. It's not like that. It is like that. All of this fuss is for one thing only. To gratify you. Yeah, hold it. Father Michael's going to say something. In his great mercy, our Lord has seen fit to let some of his abundance flow towards this little town through the medium of his church. And for this, we give most humble thanks. And we thank him, too, for the opportunity so many good people of another town were given to serve him by giving so generously. And now, if I may, I would like to introduce the man who stimulated the flow of these blessings, Mr. Gilbert MacDonald of Apache City. Gil? Oh. 
stood up. I had a big speech rehearsed in my mind. All the words were blotted out. I got up on the platform and I stared at the sea of faces in the square. And everybody waited for me to say something. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I... Well, I, I'd like to thank Father Michael for... Well, I mean... Well, I, I just wanted to say it was a privilege for me to start the ball rolling. I'm sure glad we raised as much money as we did. Well, that's it, I guess. Thanks. It was funny. I sounded modest. Humble. I guess everybody there thought that. Only it wasn't that way. I looked at all the faces there, faces that stared at me. And there wasn't one single familiar one there. Except for the newspaper people, Father Michael and my wife. There was nobody from Apache Creek. Gave me an empty feeling. Well, after all, a lot of people in Apache Creek had given as much as I had to the fun, but none of them was present. They wanted no part in the ceremony. On the way home in the car, Clara sat beside me in silence for a long time. You're driving too fast, Gil. Huh? Oh, I hadn't noticed, I was thinking. You know something, honey? There wasn't a single soul we knew from home there, not one. Nobody took the trouble to attend. Can you imagine that? Well, maybe it wasn't that important to them. Or maybe they had other things to do. Yeah, I'll bet they did. It's Saturday, after all. So what? A few of them could have come. Well, you were there. So was the press. Tomorrow you'll see your picture in the paper. Yeah, that's right. That ought to make a few people sit up and take notice. Take notice of you, dear? Oh, now, look, Clara, I'm getting pretty sick of your attitude. All right, then, let's not talk about it. I haven't done any harm to anybody, have I? You haven't done any harm to anyone. Except to yourself. To myself? Don't you realize that? What kind of crazy talk is that? Oh, Gil, don't pretend you don't know what I'm talking about. You do. I do, she says. Darling, you've done a lot of good. You started the fundraising. But was your motive to do good? Were you really thinking about those poor people? Were you really concerned with the church? Was my motive good, she wants to know. Was I really thinking of those poor people? Clara, I'm fed up with this sort of talk. Was I really concerned with the church? What is this, an investigation? Gil. What? I was just thinking that maybe, quite often, our true motive for doing something should be investigated. Not by God, because God knows what our motives are, but by ourselves. <laughs> to get mad, but I couldn't. I knew there was a lot to what she was saying, but I couldn't bring myself to admit it. Only what she said stayed in my thoughts, and I guess I kept hearing them that night as I slept. Was your motive to do good? Were you really thinking about those poor people? 
Were you really concerned with the church? I was just thinking that maybe quite often our true motive for doing something should be investigated. Not by God, because God knows what our motives are, but by ourselves. Gil, honey, mm-hmm. are you having a bad dream? Uh, a dream? I don't know. Maybe what time is it? Oh, it's early. It's not quite five o'clock. Go back to sleep, darling. I think I'll get up. You get some more sleep, honey. I feel like getting up. All right, dear. Good morning, Gil. Sit down. Sit down. Well, what are you doing up at this hour? I wanted to catch you before early mass. Well, I'd say you'd caught me then. What's the trouble, Gil? It's the way I feel, I guess, about the ceremony, I mean. That was a real fine turnout, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, sure. But you're not happy about it. Well, Clara started talking about the motive I had, and she... She brought God into it. Maybe I need straightening out, Father. My son, from what you've just said, I I think you are straightened out. Yeah, maybe. Well, you know me, I like to make things official. You feel you want to talk it over? Yeah, I guess that's it, Father. Well, suppose we chat a little. Well, Father, I guess I'm like a lot of people. When I give, I like people to see me giving. Point is, would I give if nobody could see me? been asking myself that. Well, only you and God know the answer to that, my son. Yeah. My son, what we give and how we give usually reflects our individual attitude towards God. There is a great and constant need for arms. And that need is a blessed opportunity for each of us to show God the extent of our love for him. For it should be. Instead of that, I've been using that need to gratify my own ego. To advertise myself. If you recognize that, Gil, I'm sure God is very pleased with you at this moment. I I never thought about it the way you just put it. I mean, about the need for alms being an opportunity for us to show the Lord how we feel about him. I guess I've never given him any thought at all when I made my donations. All I thought about was making sure people saw what I gave. There's more to giving alms than that, my son. Our Lord knows what is in our hearts when we give. And he judges accordingly. And he is our best audience when we give. The only audience we need. The only audience that can bring us true peace of soul. Yeah. I know that now, Father. Thanks. I'd like to uh, square things with him now. I mean, well, Father, would you please hear my confession? Then I'll attend Mass. 
be the first time in a good many years. Going to early mass, I mean. Or any mass at all. rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymore for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.